0: Hello devoted moms out there. Thank you so much for joining us. Now I hear music. Hey devoted moms, it's Tasha and Regina. Hello, hello, hello. It's Thursday, June 6th. How's everybody
2: doing? Hey Regina. Hey sweetie, how are you? I'm
0: good. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I feel like I haven't spoken to you in forever. I'm sure it's been a couple of days, but it feels like forever.
2: I know. I know. You know I've been on a roller coaster ride. A good one, though. A very good yeah. one. A very pleasing one. So um, I'm excited to be here. Hey, Devoted Moms, how are you? I uh, hope that um, everyone is safe and secure. There's been so many storms and um, just uproar with the weather. And even here in Maryland today, it's very beautiful outside, but it's actually a little chilly.
1: Oh, really? Um,
2: yeah, and that's after, of course, we've cleared out all the winter clothes. And, of course. Um, I was smart enough to leave out a couple of fleeces, so um, that helped this morning. But it's uh, it's nice. It's just very windy, and I think that we're getting some of the, some of the storm that is coming from somewhere else.
0: Canada. Yeah. Didn't Philly get hit last night, I think, really
2: bad? Um, you know, Tasha, I'm not a big news watcher mm-hmm. and so I hate to say it, but I probably get prompted by Facebook. <laughs> You're <laughs> not the
0: one, only one.
2: Or there's been a storm. So right. I'm not really sure um if that happened. If so, you know, brothers and sisters in Philly, y'all got great love down there, so I'm sure you all are taking care of each other. Definitely. Uh, I have no doubt. I've, met some, I've been there, visited, and met some incredible people in Philadelphia. Um, Yay, shout out to Philly. Yeah, so I hope that they're all safe and sound. Natasha, yeah. um, the last time we uh, were together, um, we had a conversation that we, where we talked about discipline, and we talked mm-hmm. about how Devoted Moms, um, different techniques that work and things that we feel like we could do better. Right. Uh, And so uh, Devoted Moms, that's what we're going to talk about today. And first we're going to just kind of catch up on what's going on in the world. And then uh, we hope to be joined uh, by one uh, very special young man, uh, Jordan, Anthony. And so, so Tasha, what's shaking in your world? What's going on?
0: Oh my gosh. A lot, actually. Um we are closing on our house next Friday.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I I'm understand like, there's enough room in your backyard if I have to plop a tailor I mean a trailer, which is now called a module home. Like there's enough space in backyard.
0: Backyard, right. <laughs> We've never had this big of a backyard, so this will be fun to work with, and it's like a clean slate. There's really nothing out there. There's a few trees. uh, We'll probably remove some smaller trees, Um, but yeah, we're excited. We were just there yesterday meeting with the architect uh, who was drawing up the plans for our master bedroom, Uh so so that was exciting, and so we had a quote guy come over and quote moving for us yesterday, and he's like, I hate to tell you this, guys, but uh, for you closing next week, you're not... You're a little bit far, uh, a little bit behind on your packing. <laughs> We're like, yeah, we know. I mean, it's it's been rough trying to um trying to get all packed. So that's probably going to be a very last minute uh, venture for us. Two o'clock in the morning packing. Uh, well, but that's been going well.
2: What you have evidence of is it was good time. Hmm.
0: Yep, and I think I'm a little bit spoiled, too, because we've been moved by Kenny's job with these times, and so a lot of times they kind of come in and do it for us.
2: So, uh, you do know they're a, not going to show up for this.
0: They're not. Nobody's coming, so we can't wait for that. Oh, well. Um, oh, and then I don't know if I had a chance to, I may have spoken with you, but we um, also had Nia's um, speech appointment, speech evaluation, um, this week. And it actually went very well. Um, You know, some of my concerns were definitely substantiated. She does have some delay. But she did very well, um, and, you know, we left feeling very positive. And so it was just, you know, kind of good to follow our gut, you know, like we've talked about here on Devoted Moms so many times that, you know, you know your child better than anybody. And so if you just feel like there's something a little off or something that you just want to get checked out, it's just worth it to do it. Um, and just find out so that you can really be there for your children if they need additional help. So um, like I said, it was a a good meeting. We left very positive. Um, You know, have some tools that we're going to work with her in the next couple weeks and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, really keep track of, you know, her vocabulary and see if there's some improvement. But I left there, you know, feeling really good and, uh, you know, even have a couple of, naysayers in my life which that's normal who you know felt like we were rushing things or being a little bit oversensitive but i'm glad that we followed you know our gut what we felt was right for her and um and that we're on the right path with her so i'm excited about you know really being there for her and uh following her and making sure she's on the right track so that was really that was a busy week that was a long day that evaluation is a long day but she did really she did really well so how about you you uh You've been on a roller coaster with a bunch of kids, right?
2: Sorry, I have. Um, I have, uh, yeah, I've been with a lot of kids over the last couple of weeks. (laughs) (laughs) But all really cool kids, all really cool kids. Um, We spent Memorial Day weekend with uh, my cousin, Rick, who, devoted mom, she may remember, is just a, a devoted, phenomenal father. Um, we did our our annual uh, Cousins Weekend, our Cousins Retreat. And we went over to uh, Indiana and just kind of hung out, you know, the cousins, um, young and older, in separate rooms, doing different activities right. <laughs> um, and joining back together when it was time to eat or something. Um, but we had a really good time, and what we did was we um, – my nephew Jordan, who comes every year um, to visit, uh, met us in in Indiana. So we drove over, and then he met us there. And Rick picked him up from the airport. and This was his first solo flight, but he did um. phenomenal. He, he didn't get on a flight to Fiji or anything like that. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he did really well. And then we all, you know, just just you know, like sucked up as much as we could of each other. The first mm-hmm. order of business is there is a old style um candy store in oh. the development where um Rick lives in his little town
1: and mm-hmm. it's walking
2: distance. So, you know, Uncle Rick passed the money out and they left to get as much sugar as they could stand. Nice. So, um So, yeah, so it was kind of funny. Um and then so there were Four girls and one teenage boy, and you know Jordan is just so awesome with um with the girls, yeah he is yeah i i i just i think he's just phenomenal anyway, but they get on my nerves, and I can't even imagine <laughs> <laughs> we did we did have to you know kind of declare that he was in charge when we are not around and right. you know, we listened to, but you know he didn't take it and use it for bad, he just. Mm-hmm. You know, he just got to orchestrate a little bit. He'd be a great camp counselor, actually. So yeah. we did get a chance to see some of Indiana. It was kind of cold. Well, it wasn't kind. Of, it was cold. Okay. Um, but we did um, do some swimming. We found an indoor swimming park. And um, thank God for the Internet because, you know, you have these plans set up, and then all of a sudden it's 60 degrees outside, and it's no right. way you can go to the outdoor park. Um, like that, and so, um, so it was it was really good. And then we drove back to, we drove back to Maryland, mm-hmm. and it was fun too because, um, you know, I got a chance to just talk with Jordan and spend a little one on one time um, with him. So you know, we just kind of started connecting. And I'll tell you a God story. I will tell you my God story early. Okay. So we went on a serious budget and in fact I purposely drove at night uh so that all I would have to pay for was breakfast <laughs> and gas. Right. And gas. So I it was really funny because um on the way back we were on a tight budget again. And I was trying to figure out like food versus gas and that kind of thing. So the uh, Jordan wanted like some Waffle House, and they didn't have Waffle House, but they had the Denny's. And this is how God works. Um, I'm not a big Denny's fan, but we were in a service station getting gas and asked the guy like, "Is there a Waffle House around here?" He says, "Well, no." He says, "But there's the best Denny's in the world right down the street." You know, there's two Denny's here. I can't stand the other one. Um, <laughs> this is the one to go to. And so because of that, you know, we went. Uh-huh. We go in the door, and this is Tuesday. We go in the door, and I'm like, guys, you know, we're going to have to keep it light. We might have to share a plate. How about Kids Ate
1: Free? Yay! <laughs> <was> like, yes! <laughs>
2: free and so big up to Denny's for helping a single mom out because it was tight so I was able to go over and get a full tank of gas gas. right and uh, and our bellies were you know I wasn't too full because I didn't want to fall asleep but we're probably about three hours from home at that point Um, which you know I can drive that in my sleep yes You know. And so, uh the girls, you know, got comfortable and kinda of fell asleep and we were uh Jordan and I actually I hope there's no state troopers watching this. If so, I'll deny where what state I was in. Um <laughs> <they> watched
1: <Hunger laughs> Whoa, Lord.
2: we watched Hunger Games. Okay. <laughs> Which is not a nice movie at all. Oh my goodness.
0: Not, I I I've I have heard that it is not. I haven't seen it but
2: no. I didn't want to see it, but I wanted to read it because uh-huh. um, it was a book that Jordan and I were going to read together, and we just never really got around to it. I read at it, and it was just like, what? Children mm-hmm. killing children to the last mm-hmm. person standing? Yeah. So, you it know, Devoted Month was funny because I have been having this ongoing conversation with a few parents um, mm-hmm. about appropriate movies. hmm and so uh the girl cousins Rick's daughters had seen it. Okay. And my girls were like, Well mommy, why can't we see it? You know, right. and they saw Same it. Age. And right. Marie from school saw it and and I just said, you know what, you um mommies have to decide what's gonna work for you and you've gotta trust me on this because I don't want you, you know, having nightmares. Right. I want you to think that this is kind of this could happen, right? Um, and so I have to make the decisions on movies, and right. and you know, and for a, a minute, you know, the co- other cousins were kind of like, we saw that that was nothing, mm-hmm. and I even asked them. I said, well, was it? Did you? Ha- were there some scary parts in there for you? Because you know, it's pretty violent. And they said, well, yeah, I covered my face on a lot of stuff. So then the truth comes out.
0: Right. They were scared. Right.
2: (laughs) The truth comes out. And so it was just very, um, you know, the movie was very interesting, but it was also very hard to watch just because if we go, it was futuristic. Right. And to think that we would put so little worth on our our babies. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a little girl that was younger than Simi that had been picked to participate in this. Very violent, gruesome activity. Right.
1: right.
2: Um, so anyway, so um, but for Jordan and I, <laughs> we <laughs> we propped up the iPhone, you know, on a car dash, and I listen to books on tape all the time. So I was really listening um, mm-hmm. and glancing um, more so than just like staring and then driving. So right. I was, I was, you know, I was doing my thing. <laughs> I know you're probably about to perk out, but. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally an auntie
0: moment there you had, but it's all good.
2: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know. Um, totally so we got, an auntie moment. We, so we got back here, and um, there were a few things that um, that I wanted to do with Jordan. Um, you know, devoted moms, we often can have, you know, like nieces or nephews or cousins come in, especially for summer breaks. Right. And what's really great is, um, I know in our part of the world we have Groupon, Travelzoo, um, Living Social, and what it allowed me to do was to plan some activities for my te- for this teenager um, without you know breaking the bank. Right. And so we went on a speedboat ride. that was a tour, but a speedboat ride nonetheless. Um, normally it's about twenty five dollars a person. And Mm -hmm. I paid twelve, and so um, we went on another cruise. It was eight dollars, and it's normally twenty. So those, you know, kind of chunks of activities gives you a chance to get out and about. Yeah. Um, But I think, and we'll ask Jordan uh, once he joins us. the The best part was Auntie taught him how to pop tags. So we went thrifting. Okay. We had $20 in our pocket, and we went thrifting. Right. <laughs> and so he got turned on to what we call recycled, reusable, mm-hmm. um, repurposed
0: right. uh,
2: items for little to nothing. And, uh, and, and so uh, he found – it started out – this is how it started out. He didn't have any shoes that he could – Cut grass in. Okay. Because he's not a he's not an outdoorsy kind of guy. No, he so is. All of his shoes were like really, really, really nice.
1: Yeah. And so
2: he was like, honestly, oh, I really, I can't cut shoe, I can't cut grass in this. And so, um, we went to Goodwill, and I said, well, just pick out some shoes that you can fit, and then we'll donate them back when you're finished. Right. And he found some, of course, that were white that he liked, and he wanted to take home. <laughs> But he did cut the grass. Totally defeating the purpose. Totally defeating the purpose. But he still, he did cut the grass, though. He did cut the grass. Um, So, (laughs) it's just funny, Um, you know, how the mind works. But he ended up realizing that he could make his money go so much further if he could get creative enough to go to, um some of the thrift stores and confinement shops and right. i did take him out to the mecca but he didn't like the mecca as much as um i think he needed probably carlos to be there with him okay to um help him kind of guide it yeah, guide him need. yeah you have to have a game plan going in the mecca that's true yeah yeah so we did some thrifting and um some sushi eating and so yeah, he had all of this great stuff. I mean, just he was, he's a very easy guy. So, whatever you, you know, whatever we, whatever you want, Auntie Gina. Right. Um, which was fun for me because I'm thinking sticking to mainstream. And then I'm like, well, he does that all the time. I mean, we're yeah. going to get our subway in, but yeah. let's try something different. And he did. He, he um uh, tried it. He liked it. He uh, put a serious dent on a sushi buffet. <laughs> and so um you know he had a really good he, I think we had a he had a good time and we just talked about so many different things yeah um about what's going on in his world right now and and it was really good so I'm really hoping um that he will um be able to join us to just kind of you know give us some more information the other All thing right. i wanted to share was that i went to a place called spa world. Yes. Carlos and I went to a place, and for those moms who are all over the world, and I'm not sure if we're in Korea, if there are people listening from Korea, or if they're folks of Korean descent, but we went to a Korean-style spa. Mm -hmm. We got there at 7.15 in the evening, and we left at 6.30 a.m. Wow. It was divine. It (laughs) was It was. I all I can say is, I it it was all about wellness. It was sober. Um, it was healthy. Uh, it was uh, just oh, it was just such a calm place to be. I mean, mm-hmm. many people. There were like seventy people sleeping there. Wow. Um And they had these rooms called colus rooms, and each mm-hmm. room was made out of a different mineral. So there was a red clay, there was amethyst, um, there was uh, charcoal, mm-hmm. and, so they, and they had these varying temperatures. And they even had an ice room, which was like 61 degrees. And so oh. each one of these rooms had their, these properties um, that helped to heal the body and mm-hmm. influence um, illness in the body. And so it was just really cool. But at the same time, they had free Wi-Fi. And then they also had um, a restaurant. So we had yeah. food. Um, and then they had a smoothie bar. And they had big screen TVs because the playoffs were on.
0: Then you had to cater to everybody.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. and Tasha, um, they, it's open for all family members. And so there were some little kids running around earlier, and eventually they went to sleep or left, I'm not sure. Um, There were teenagers that I promise you stayed up all night long playing cards. They weren't disrespectful or anything, but they were teenagers. Um, And so it was like being in a whole new culture and world and imagining what it feels like maybe for folks who are coming here from another country. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it really, you know, they there's a part of it where it's there's no clothing, okay, um, and that's the the bath and or mm-hmm. the bath pool and the sauna, and the men and women are separate there, okay. Uh, and there's things that you can do there, a lot of water therapy, and I mean, the massages from just the water were just incredible. And then um, I got to experience a, a scrub, where mm-hmm. Devoted Moms, I don't know if you've ever made a casserole and forgotten to spray or grease the casserole dish, the pirate dish, and the casserole had, like, maybe cheese or something in it. That's how they scrubbed me. (laughs) I have never been so clean in my life. I looked at a lady, and I don't know if she understood me. But I said, I have never been in a cleaning in my life.
0: That is a great analogy, by the way, because I totally know, like, what you're saying. I'm picturing it. it like I'm envisioning it. Right.
1: <laughs> you know. Get that was... side. <laughs> she had both hands going. And then for a minute, wow. I thought I was going to
2: have. And for a minute, I had to look back to see if there was somebody else there with her. Because she was. Right. She put my arm up and oh my god, <laughs> it was hilarious. But if you are anywhere near a place that says that they are a Korean style spa, check them out. This place is open 24 hours. Some places are only open till midnight. Um, yep. uh, but when we come, when I come to Atlanta in okay. July, we are so going because there's one in Atlanta that. Keisha had been telling me about my sister-in-law. And um, when she told me about it, I was like, that just sounds weird. <laughs> and it was for about right. 10, 20 minutes. And then you acclimate. And that's right. um, very indicative of humans. You know, we acclimate mm-hmm. to what becomes, what would be so strange and freakish or whatever, becomes normal. And it can happen right. very quickly when there's a sense of respect for... Um, why people are doing this and how they're doing yeah. this, and uh, so it was—it was just really a, a mind-opening um, experience. And I went with Carlos, who's usually, you know, meat and potatoes, straight right. kind of guy. Right, sure. yeah. And, and he was willing, and I mean, I think he had a fabulous time too. He Facebooked
0: it, so he must have.
2: I know. Now we left there and went to IHOP, but. <laughs> So, you know, I had so to come back to America. Right, I had to come right. back to America, right?
1: Right. Oh yeah, my gosh. That, yes. that is great.
2: I'm glad so, you guys this, had that. Um good. it was a really great weekend. <laughs> and I'm um I'm glad you had a good time. I know. It was just so um you know, it's kinda of spontaneous. Uh with mm-hmm. devoted moms, you can do that if you have your support system you know, built up, um, sometimes you just have to get away, and it's about an hour from here, um, but the girls, uh-huh. you know, were with their dad, and then my housemate was here, um, and speaking of housemates, uh, I have someone who may be watching from Kenya, from Nairobi, um, ah. Melissa is in ah, Nairobi, Kenya, Nairobi. Yeah. yeah, and it's going to do a little tour of um, a few parts of Africa, and uh, uh-huh. she's going to be off for 10 days, so I am a mother of four plus one dog. Um and those girls have been awesome. Oh good. They have been a lot of praying too. And right. Popping, popping a couple of values here <laughs> But they have been very whatever good you need about, to do
0: to get through your day.
2: You know what? That's right. It's all about having the tools that you need. Um but they have uh the older ones have stepped up into a leadership role. They recognize that there's a little bit extra to do and it's been really I mean, it's been really cool and and you know, this is the first week, she'll be gone till next week. Okay. And so we're we're just gonna keep rolling through with it. So awesome. so yeah, yeah. And she was able to travel because I'm able to, you know, hang here with the with the girls. Right. Oh that's good, that's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah well, today, uh thank you, devoted moms for joining us today, and thank you, Sylvia Global, again for this wonderful opportunity to do the show and to reach out to people and devoted moms like in in Kenya and Nairobi. How awesome is that? Um, so for today, before we have our guest on, um I also like to kind of chat about some of the trending topics, so I was kind of looking to see. What was going on in the world today? And interestingly, the first two stories that popped up um, have to do with uh, devoted Mom. So I thought that was quite interesting. Um, but the first one, this was this was interesting. So there was a mom who was in line at uh, like a gas station to purchase her lottery ticket. No, she was at a public to purchase her lottery ticket, mm-hmm. and she had her daughter, two daughters, with her. And I think one of her daughters, something was going on. They needed their shoes tied or something so she was kind of bent down dealing with her daughter and uh, an older lady a a lady at McKenzie she 84 year old lady went ahead and kind of stepped in front of her in the line so once they got to the front the cashier said um well actually she was you know the lady with the daughter was here first would you like to go ahead and she passed she said I'm good so she let the lady uh go ahead and turns out that um this 84-year-old woman won the lottery. I mean, like, the big, like, jackpot of, I don't know, what was it, $59, but $590 million. Whoa, boy. Woo. And so, you know, and the lady with the children, she was there to buy a lottery ticket as well. So, yes, yes. So, potentially, potentially we don't know how things work out, but potentially, if she had, you know, went ahead and took that offer and got back into her space,
2: wow, she
0: could have won that money. But she said she's not, not salty, not upset, and, you know, things happen the way it's supposed to be. And I'm wondering, I think if that was my situation, I don't know, maybe I would reach out to that lady and, and break her off something. You know, for letting me cut in line. I don't know. What do you think about that one?
2: Um. <laughs> well, you know. Okay, so I need more data. Um. First, okay. I want to know if it was a quick pick. If it was a quick pick, definitely I would be like, "Oh, are you kidding me?" Yeah, that's a quick both pick. Quick picks. You know, if it's a quick pick, it picks random numbers, and right. no one's to say that. Um, uh, no one's to say that those numbers would have come up for the other person that right. they'd been reversed. And then if there were particular numbers that she plays or that she, you know, right, and that's what usually happens is that someone has a set of numbers that they play, um, then, you know, it belongs to who it got to. Now, if I was the older lady, I probably would have thought about, you know, this mom that she had interacted with very briefly. Right. Um, but also at eighty five, she probably forgot that lady even existed. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean,
0: I'm just saying.
2: She got a lot of things on her mind right now. True that. True that. She probably doesn't mean, don't even you know, remember like said,
1: that kid. She probably doesn't even remember something. that lady. <laughs> So, yeah, you
0: know, the mom the mom wasn't upset and she doesn't think that she's expected. She's not expecting anything and yeah. or asking for anything, so which is good. I just wonder if we'll hear anything else in the future about that story. Um, you know, you know what and I'm see if she about.
2: does. I'm worried about that that um that misbehaving grandson. <laughs> that's no, it was,
0: was her <laughs> daughter. <laughs> it was her
2: daughter. The grandson is the one. Well, yeah, that's true, it could be a granddaughter, whatever, but you know, me mom just hit it and what's mine is hers? And what's her <laughs> she, oh, g- she has a to share. She Yeah. Yeah. So way to yeah. go to devoted mom
0: for not uh not expecting anything in return, but hey, maybe you will. We'll see if uh if grandma steps up. So another story that I saw that um was interesting and this happens a lot. There's a a woman who was Training for um, a marathon, 33-year-old mom named Trish, and she um, was experiencing some back pain. And so she thought maybe it was something, maybe she pulled a muscle or, you know, slipped a disc or something in her training. And and but she went through the entire night, woke up in the morning, did her mom things, went and supported her husband, I think, at a basketball game, went to another event for. Her other daughter, who was at school, but the pain just became unbearable, and so she decided to go ahead and go into the ER and, and find out what's going on with her back. And uh, come to find out, she was actually in active labor, and a few hours later had um, a little boy. And so she, you know, of course, wasn't expecting it. She said she hadn't gained any weight. She didn't feel any movement. And also, this is the other part. Her husband had a vasectomy, so they already had two children together. And she was also a stepmom of three, so they were already, uh, you know, a family, a mom and dad with five kids, and um, didn't and wasn't planning on having another one. Um, but now she's got another healthy newborn joining uh, joining their family, and I just can't imagine because you think about all the planning. That you um, have to do, to that you need to do before you have a child, even just the mental preparation of, you know, becoming a parent again, along with the things around the house that you want to prepare for. So to to one day just wake up in the morning as a mother of five, um, and then a couple hours later a mother of six before you even know it, um, I can I'm, I can imagine can be very very overwhelming and exciting at the same time. The baby is quite healthy good size, Um, so obviously got all the nutrients that, you know, he needed while he was in the womb, Um, but stories like that are just fascinating to me, that, you know, you can go an entire nine, ten months and not know you're pregnant, and run, she was running the night before, you know, training for this marathon, so that's just amazing to me, what a story,
2: girl, can you imagine that? I know I can you know, you know what I can. I um actually had a, a girlfriend who was seven months pregnant. Okay. And that's what happened with her. But as soon as she found out it's like she got pregnant overnight. She got big. Really? <laughs> it was <laughs> it was wild and then I've known of teenagers that's done that before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have I have definitely heard of teenagers um not knowing or knowing toward the end, um But that was, wow, that was a crazy story. Um, And then there's one more, and, of course, we hear about these all the time. Um, And this, you know, I kind of related to this story a little bit myself, but it was a lady in um, your area, actually, Virginia area, who almost had her or who had her baby at home uh, by herself. So her first child, who's three years old, he took about 20 hours, almost a full day. She had a full day of, of really active labor. So her doctors had prepared her for, you know, at least maybe 15 hours on this pregnancy. Um, So she started having contractions at home, you know, and she didn't think to call her husband yet because they weren't that bad. Her three-year-old son was sleeping and then her water broke and she was at the house by herself and, you know, instinct kicked in and uh, she felt the urge to push and she went in the bathroom and got on all fours and uh, pushed that baby out all by herself. Um, she did have a chance right before she pushed the baby out to uh, call her husband and call the paramedics. And so they both kind of arrived at the same time with her in the bathroom holding their new baby girl. How, I mean, that was just an amazing story to me. And I kind of relate to it a little because um, my last pregnancy with Nia, labor was, was very, very quick. And, um, you know, I, I did definitely felt like I was going to have her in the car on the way to the hospital and ended up having her about twenty minutes after we got to the hospital with no drug, which is not was not my choice. <laughs> I mean, of course I survived and it was all good, but I um I personally love epidurals and got, got them with my first two and that was definitely the plan with the third, but um Mia had other plans. So uh she decided to come on uh very quickly, which is nice. At least I wasn't in labor for hours and hours uh without any drug. But um, I thought that was a pretty awesome story. And her son slept through the whole thing. So, you know, the father went and woke him up and said, hey, your baby sister is here. Um, so that was a that was kind of a great story. I'm glad that mom and baby are doing great. They spent one day in the hospital just to check out, and then everything was great. So I'd love to hear devoted moms out there if, you know, you have stories like that of, um, you know, not necessarily horror stories because we don't want to scare any of our um our pregnant devoted moms out there, but just some kind of, you know, crazy or different uh, ways that maybe you conceived or that uh, you had uh, your child and and what happened on that uh, beautiful day when they entered into this world. Because it doesn't always happen by that old, you know, you got your bags, you got everything packed, you got your cameras, and you got everything. Sometimes you're rushing out of the house um, like we were. Uh, So that was, I thought that was a really cool story.
2: That you know that that that's interesting because I'm sure um, back before hospitals and with midwives, that's kind of how it rolls. Right. Um. What's interesting to me is I like to know if the hospital possibly charged her. <laughs> I, you know what? By that time, I would have went to patient first and then like, can you just check to make sure everything's okay? Right. Um. One of the doc in the box. <laughs> I <laughs> should just wait till Monday morning when the doctor's off
0: pediatrician right <laughs> <laughs>
2: but no I'm glad I'm glad the yeah, baby yeah I know is, that, was,
0: okay. uh, that was a great story so i am to you
2: back mm-hmm, definitely uh, yeah so that was <laughs> that's you know my thought always goes to okay so yeah who's gonna claim you know I don't know how they're going to do that insurance point.
0: Yeah, who had to pay for that?
2: <laughs> That's right? be a free baby. And, um, and I will I tell
0: you I always wondered.
2: Hmm?
0: I'm sorry. Go
2: ahead.
0: No, no. No, i was saying I always wondered uh, who got paid at uh, when Nia was delivered because my doctor was not there. He didn't get there in time either. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, did 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 uh, the, and, you know, he came and sewed me up. So I'm like, you know what? Don't you take credit for all of this, Doc? <laughs> right,
2: right, right. Like you all both should have signed the birth certificate. Which, right, exactly. Yeah, like for her, her birth certificate should be signed by her. Um, I do want to let, to let the moms know, and you too, Tasha, that um, Jordan is trying his best uh to join us um he finally did get what he needed to um connect over and okay. so um so I'm really hoping that we will he'll he'll join us shortly um, awesome yeah yeah yeah. there in well, um, um
0: i guess we'll give you a little background about her mom's We're her teenage uh, teenage nephew is coming on and we are um going to pick the brain of a teenager and get kind of the scoop on You know what are what's going on in teenage world now you know and what is it that um, maybe we don't quite understand that you know if they just had their platform and they could speak what do they want uh, parents and adults to know Um, what's the latest slang you know when you are you hearing things in conversations with your teens and not quite sure you know what that means so I think he's going to give us a little lesson on um, the teenage vernacular
2: Yeah, I got one the other day, and some of the words that we used um, mean completely
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we
2: are going to look forward to, uh, you know, just checking in um, and hearing from Jordan. But, you know, again, Tasha, I am so excited that Sylvia Global has allowed for us to um have this opportunity um to be able to talk to the moms all around the world and hopefully influence and support um just moms trying to do things uh a little differently um and uh, hopefully enhance the, the the larger community. And so I'm I'm just very grateful, I think we both are for having Sylvia Global as part of um just how we're doing this and uh, just encouraging folks to check out our site and the many other um, uh, programming that is happening at SylviaGlobal.com. Yay, awesome.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to, um, okay, so I'm not into sports at all, but so you said when you were at the spa, just going back to the playoffs, did, so did uh-huh. you guys actually watch any of it?
2: Okay, so while I was getting scrubbed down like a casserole, Carlos. <laughs> had a strawberry smoothie, no, a mango smoothie, and his feet propped up, and he was watching the game, and so he, so um, it occupied him uh, to, to yeah. be able to do that, and it was really kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I, I guess, you know, Devoted Moms, I've got my nephew on the phone, and I'm just going to answer it and see what's going on. Jordan, what's going on? Oh, mm-hmm. so, don't so apparently he don't sees us, yes, yeah. he sees us, hi Jordan, <laughs> he sees us, and maybe what we're going to do is maybe, I don't, you know what, hey Jordan, you know what we did before we had a similar challenge? If you can talk loud enough, um, we'll put your picture up and then at least we'll get, um, you know, some of your no, insight. No, I'm saying
1: without understanding what else. I'm saying, like, I literally can't get into the video
2: call. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I hear what you're saying and it's okay because Auntie has you on speaker. And so we are ready to go ahead and, and, and hear from you. So we can skip the video call. You can see us and that's fine. Um, but Tasha, can you hear Jordan okay? I sure can. Okay. Hey so
1: Jordan.
2: Can you hear um Tasha Jordan?
1: Um in a bit.
2: Okay. So say hi. <laughs> so you know, we've had to wing this thing before. Um and we'll make sure that uh that the um our cool producer, Carl, um, you know, will help us out with this. Um, so listen, Jordan. One of the things that we wanted to have you on was because you know you're one of my favorite young people in the world. Um, and if no one, if no other young people are listening, I'll say you are my favorite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I got lots of favorites. Um, but Jordan, one of one of the things Titasha and I talked about um, a couple of weeks ago was discipline. And how, depending on the child and the age, what that discipline looks like, and so we really want to understand what is it that motivates you to do something differently.
1: As far as discipline?
2: Yeah, as far as doing the right thing.
1: Um, having your right motivation and being able to. Take a certain being able to have discipline as far as um, where it's coming from and like how you did taught, so it's all about how you I don't know, I'm trying to break it down, but um, okay,
2: okay, so what keeps your mom from not having to beat you to do what she needs
1: <laughs> to do? <laughs> Doing what's right, and really go other way around that one, like, right. um, making a doubt and doing what's right is the best, my best ability.
2: Um, and so if you do something that isn't right, what works to get you to see like what you're doing right now, Jordan, is not a good decision. Consequence. Consequences. Okay. Yes. Now, do you determine those consequences, or
1: okay? I'm sorry, do that again.
2: How does that look? Do you determine the consequences, or do your does your mother come up with them, or is it collective? My mother. Sometimes it
1: might be collective, or depending on what
2: was done, you know. Mm Mhm. So if um, if we've got devoted moms who, you know, Jordan, we just spent a week together, and it was a complete love fest. <clears throat> but I do know that, you know, your our relationship is different um, because I'm auntie. Uh, but if you had a devoted mom who was just like, you know, I've been trying to get my young person to clean their room, and I've taken things away, I've given things, what would you – as a young person, what makes another young person like do something in response to? Um,
1: advising by her, you know, knowing knowing that they uh, have something in their hands, um opening up to what you did as a child or just being able to say that you walk in that oh no, especially
2: were you but when did that start um would you say that that was earlier that you know that your your mom did that you all did a lot of talking or a lot of
1: talking
2: a lot of talking a lot of talking and so is that talking always smooth and sweet and soft
1: <laughs> not at all <laughs> <laughs> So I guess. It all, it all depends on, you know, what you did, and knowing that those consequences are going to be, you're
2: going to have to pay for what you did. So. Right, right, and it's interesting because um, I was dealing with, uh, working with Ella this morning about, you know, she heard her sister say she was going to do a chore, and she instead quickly did it, and in, in, so that she couldn't. And you know she was <laughs> she was um she was being spiteful. I mean, she was being a little sister and I explained to her don't expect for her sister not to be mad with her because, you know, you did this on purpose. So, you know, I she's 6 now, but I'd imagine by the t- time she turns 13, maybe she might get it. What do you think?
1: Um, definitely, it, I'm, it's all about, like, practice and what, you know, I, I think as she gets older and as she begins to, um, understand a little bit better mm-hmm. and why she does things the way that she does, I think that, yeah, it would definitely get better. Um, but as of now, you know, she can just be a little hothead, <laughs> you know? Well, the so, funny
2: thing about it is she wanted to flip it and start crying, like, she had been done wrong, <laughs> <laughs> which which was a great strategy when you're like three or four, but <laughs> it does yeah, not.
1: Get, yeah, I understand.
2: Yeah, yeah. So if you had the ear, which you do right now, you have the ear of thousands of moms across the world. What would? Was... And I know you can't represent all teenagers, but you are phenomenal, and I I, I think that you. Can at least give us some insight. What is it that you think moms need to know?
1: That sometimes your children won't always understand right away and that it takes time for um, different kids and you what know, either you know just to grow and to know that, you know, things will take time and that everybody's, you know, is not going to think a lot. And that um, that it's important to know that you all should grow all together and mm-hmm. not you
2: know and not have one person just do one thing. Right, right. So, you know, just so it sounds like um parents need to understand patience or practice right. patience. Mm-hmm. Um and they also need to know that at some point it will click. Okay, it will make
1: sense. And to, most importantly like to see eye to eye and to deal with whatever is going on, you know, together and not joke?
2: Okay. Yeah, I you know what I'm curious to see if a teenager has something going on that they really do need their parents' support on or insight on, but they're fearful of uh, maybe the reaction how would a what would you tell? How would you tell a mom or a dad to um, make that teenager comfortable enough to say what happened and to reach out for help? Uh,
1: um I'm sorry.
2: Um, what would you tell that mom if she sees if she knows something's going on but she doesn't know what's going on, um, and she wants her child to? You know, reach out for her um, for help, but they won't. What do you she think that parent? To. Yeah. What do you think the parents should do? Reach out to their
1: children and just be able to make that connection and you know, you know, that you know, I'm not going to get mad at you, but you know, we're going to get through this thing together.
2: Okay. So, 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 they, so they should make it really clear whatever is going on.
1: Is going on, right? That you shall overcome. You know.
2: <laughs> Did you say that you shall overcome? (laughs) I love you, boy. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, Is there anything that comes to mind, uh, anything else that you'd like for, you know, that you think, you know, parents just don't get this part of kids? They don't get this part of being a teenager. That
1: although that, you know, we are at a stage now where our emotions you know, they change up and things go down where parents might not understand that it's just, it's just, it seems to be the same, or, you know, something that's difficult is going on in some make life that parents might not understand. Mm-hmm. So it all depends on, you know, where you're coming from, or, you know what I'm saying?
2: So teenagers do tend to have some serious swinging emotions. Um, so we just need to know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Um And and I'm I'm kind of repeating what you said just to make sure because you might be a little bit muffled. And also what I heard you say was that um, sometimes those emotions might be about something else. Okay. And. and Maybe your parent thinks that it about it's about one thing, but it may be about something else. So, oh, right. Yeah, so right. it's almost like don't take it personal in, a, in, a, in an adult world. We'll say don't take it personal.
1: <laughs> right. You're don't talking, say that to your parents. I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> no. And the and the child be you know given with different things. <laughs> but
2: okay, okay. So so recognizing it could be two things. It could be a lot of things going on at the same time, well, but you
1: might not know it.
2: Okay. Well, what would what would you do to investigate or to, what kind of question would you ask to figure out, is this about this or is this about that?
1: Is this about what?
2: How, what would a parent say in that case? What would a parent do?
1: Um, you know, it could be a number of different things. Let's sit down and let's talk, you know, let you know, get, just talk to each other to get your, um, true feelings out, sometimes going to therapy, you know, it, it can be a number of things.
2: Yeah, so you, you think talking is, is, is really big. big yes, and
1: it's all about seeing eye to eye, you know, to yeah. help you all better become closer, huh and to, to, to stable your relationship.
2: Well, and it's interesting because you also mentioned accessing someone from the outside, like going to counseling or to therapy. Um, and so, you know, sometimes parents think, oh, the kid needs to go to therapy, but it sounds like what you're saying is that sometimes it's helpful that you both go. Yeah. oh, yeah,
1: oh, definitely, yeah. Okay, all right.
2: Yeah. That's, that's good to know. We had a show not long ago on about mental health and children, and, um, I don't think we touched on that. I think that we kind of glossed over that, especially as a teenager, you've got your own feelings and thoughts that are a little bit more concrete than maybe someone who's five or six. And so right. like, teenagers right. um, benefit from mm-hmm. having, I guess, that kind of third party mm-hmm. to help navigate that conversation. Right, right. Right, right, okay. Um, all right, so Tasha, do you have any questions? Uh, I mean, you've got a, a new teen. Yeah. So this is your chance.
0: <laughs> I, I have a new teen. I have a female teen. And so, um, so far, so good, though, I will say. Um, but I do, you know, I would like to know what some of the the slang terms or the, or really, you guys are in such a text world. And I know that there are a lot of text um, abbreviations and things like that, that that I may not even be aware of. Because I still, when I text, I um I use full words, you know, correct correct sentences, correct grammar, periods and exclamation points and all of that. So I, that's how I text. But I know that um teenagers don't don't typically text like that. And so they do shorten a lot of things and besides the LOL and SMH, that's really the only ones I know. So what are some of the um the slang or terminology that you might be using now that that us moms may not be aware of?
1: Jordan.
2: Um, your, your voice is like kind of faded. Okay so So Jordan, um tasha wants some insight. Remember the other day you and uh my niece Amanda um kind of gave kinda schooled your your old auntie about words and slang um that are commonly used by young people. <laughs> yeah, like fluff and all that. Like what was it,
1: fluff? No, no it was cuff. Something else we talked about. Oh, cuff cuff
2: and caking?
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And so um, cuff, I remember you saying um, meant that you were in a relationship with somebody or connected to somebody. Right. Right. Um, And then cake meant you weren't in a very... You were con- you were not very connected to somebody, but you were hanging out,
1: right, right,
2: and right. that it could involve sex or not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And all, as well as yeah, 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 you got it.
2: Okay, so so give us another before somebody comes and pulls your teenager card for for outing them.
1: <laughs> there's, not, there's honestly, there's not many. It's very it's very simple.
2: You know, and it's really what you just said. Um, I can try to think of some I guess more teenage terms but Oh, what
1: about um uh, <laughs> you're not in the life? That was oh,
2: yeah, <laughs> He's laughing at me, right? About that life. You're not About that,
0: about that life. life.
2: You're not of the life. Oh, so you knew that one. You're not of the life. Okay. You're not of About the life. About that life. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: funny. Well, you know,
2: we're trying to learn from you. One of the things you said is that we grow together. Relationships grow together. And so, you know, we're parents that are still growing um, and just trying to keep up. Um, so what does popping tags mean? <laughs>
1: um, um, popping tags. Popping tags mean, let don't even know this one, um, it means you can go into a store and pop some tags and really show yourself. Meaning, you're really, you know, buy a lot of clothes and, but you talk some tags. You, you you pay a lot, or or it could mean that you pay small for a lot of things, like if you go to the thrift shop.
2: Right, right. Um, I told Titasha that I turned you on to thrifting. <laughs> you know,
1: yeah, you yeah, she definitely did. Yes, because we went from there and we cost some tags, for
2: it. <laughs> He just we really had to pack his suitcase differently because he had acquired a few extra items, not to mention two watches. Um so so okay, um how can you how could somebody who's maybe kid isn't going to go to a thrift store um you know, how could they uh how do they how could they encourage them to also be thrifty with their money? Then we're going to close after this question.
1: Uh, to make, like, wise decisions with whatever you're buying, to be aware of what
2: you're buying and know that you can get this if you get this, or I think I can't get this if I get, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of um, balance your budget and know what what if you're purchasing. Um, What
1: what I hear you saying, the adult word is making sacrifices. What would the teenage word be? I'm
2: sorry, it's making sacrifices? Yeah. That's what an adult would say. It's like you're asking someone to make certain sacrifices or priority. Right. Right. Probably okay.
1: Task, right. Okay.
2: What would a young? How would you say that?
1: Um. To. Is it? What's to sacrifices in a teenage way? Yeah. Oh, um. Probably, probably the same way. It's to know that, um, that you know, whatever clothes you're buying, know, you're making a sacrifice for um I don't know, that's a hard one. Hmm. I, I really don't think about <laughs> making a sacrifice when I buy clothes. That was um, honest.
2: Yeah, we're going to have your mom on next week to talk about that.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay okay
2: Okay, great 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 all right so we have had uh jordan on my nephew my love um definitely uh the 16 year old i love the most in the world and um i just want to thank you jordan he's on his way to uh do some summer beaching um off the coast and so thank you so much for joining us uh Tasha. you know as always you know we're it's great to be uh online with you and uh we'll just maybe we'll make Jordan one of our uh timely you know our, our guests more often. So thank you okay. Jordan. I love you very much. You all have safe travels. And all right. well, I love you too. Okay. And Titasha, uh did you want to close us out?
0: Yes, thank you so much devoted moms for joining us. Uh, fabulous show as usual and um thank you. We are humbled uh especially for you listeners that come and join us every single week. We hear you, we see you, we love you and feel free to email us and let us know what you'd like to hear about. Thank you so much for coming. I love you, darling. All right.
2: See you on the other yeah. side. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, baby. Bye.